Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I love to see all these people. Love to see the faces that are here. Good morning. Those of you who don't have faces, turn them on. I love to see them. Um, okay, there we go. That's it. I'm done with that. <laughs> okay, so we're here because you either, um, most of you are hoping like this is more of a like how to actually convert leads with street text, not trying to convince you why street text is awesome. If you want to know why street text is awesome, stay on this call because you will learn that as we go. Um, but just to give you kind of a, a heads up, like, so I personally am doubling down on street text in 2023. And the reason why is because I just looked at my business. How many of you are doing your business plans for 2023 right now? And how many of you have started by analyzing your 2022 business, right? How many of you know, like your top three sources that you got in 2022? Okay. For me, the third source is street text. 15% of my business is coming from one lead source right now, which for me equals to about $90,000 of gross commission. Okay. So let's just talk about that. The street text platform is about 160 a month. If you're paying month to month, it's a little cheaper if you do the... um year in advance. So I'm a big proponent. If you have not signed up for street text and you're, you're debating or you're, you're on a month to month, or you're just deciding what you want to do, go all in for a year. And I'm going to show you why, as we go through this call, because like you can't do something for a little bit of time and expect to see stellar results. That's just the bottom line. I don't care what you are. Trust me. I'm a bodybuilder. If I went to the gym one time and lifted one weight and said, cool, I got muscle. That's not actually how it works. Okay. So <laughs> there we go. So that you guys like, you, if you're thinking about it, just go all in for the one year. Okay. Now, what I'm going to tell you today is beyond street text being 15% of my business, street text clients are also my target clients. So there's two things I'm trying to hit there, right? I'm trying to hit business source of business, but I'm also trying to hit the right client. Like I don't want to just work with anybody. I'm very particular. Those of you who know me have met me in person, you know that I'm pretty particular. And so I don't want to work with just anybody. And street text allows me the ability to to nail down who I want to work with. So what I'm going to tell you today are some honestly super basic tips about how to convert through street text. You may have heard these before. Some of these are probably not new to you and some of them might be new to you. Um, but I have 10, 10 basic tips. Okay. I actually put it together in a presentation. Thank you to Katie who works on my team. Cause she actually did it for me. Um, anyway, <laughs> So um, I'm going to go through, I know, right? She actually gave it to me. So you can actually have something that I'll post in the group for in my Facebook group for you. And you can actually have it. So that's the cool news. All right. You guys ready? Okay. Marcus is here. So I'm going to have Marcus. He's going to hop off mute. He's going to jump in with me as we go through. Um, and he like, you know, thanks Marcus for coming because um, I know your time is also super valuable. So thanks for being here. A pleasure. Okay. All right, you guys. So let us move forward here. 
Okay. So we just talked. Okay. Also, I'm not going to do the presentation. I don't know. I, I hate having to drive my own thing. It's hard for me. So uh, we're just going to do the actual, like you're going to scroll through and see it this way. Okay. So there we go. Okay. So you guys, the number one, the number one thing I want to tell you about street text is avoid the noise. Okay. People ask me all the time. People ask me all the time. And Marcus can probably attest to this too. People ask me all the time. If you're running a seller ad, what do you do with this with a with an address only lead? Do you skip trace it? How many times do you call them? What do you say when you call them? What do you send them in the mail? What kind of, what do you do for follow-up? Okay. All of that stuff. This person's doing CMA dropouts. This person's mailing postcards. This person's calling. Oh my God, I need to do all of it. <laughs> all of that stuff is noise. Avoid the noise. Okay. Joshua, you just had you just having like a revelation. I can see it, right? You guys avoid the noise. Just because I'm doing something and just because like, you know, Tara's doing something and just because Marcus is doing something and Wendy, like Wendy does everything to like the exponential degree. Like everything I do, Wendy's doing like super exponentially to me. And it's easy for me to get, get lost in the noise, but avoid the noise. Just because someone else is doing it does not mean you have to do it. Just because it's working for someone else does not mean it will work for you. So avoid all of that. In order to do that, okay, in order to do that, um, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overcomplicate it. How many of you overcomplicate things? I'm going to, uh, I don't even know why I share. I just keep going off mute. Sorry. I just keep going off share. How many of you overcomplicate things? I do. I mean, I do all the time. I'm going to do like a really, really prime example of overcomplicating things is like when you're doing your 2023 plans and trying to figure out like <laughs> the million things that you want to do to try to make your goals. It's so complicated. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to like improve this. I have to do this. I have to become better at this. I have to do this. I have to follow up this way. I have to spend this much money, cut money here. I mean, you guys stop overcomplicating it. It's really, really, really simple. It's super simple. <laughs> Carol, what did Carol just say? I heard, I saw your mouth moving. I said, you have to talk to people. Yeah, we're going to get there. We're totally going to get there. You've got to like, you guys, it's really simple. I'm going to give you my three tips for actually like, like decomplicating. Is that the word? Uncomplicating it? Whatever, whatever the word is. Anyway, I'm going to give you my three tips for actually doing that. But like, just remember when you're going into any lead conversion, street text or anything, but don't overcomplicate it. Stop being a squirrel. Stop it right now. Have a plan. Have a plan for follow-up. The one thing that I do that is consistent with every single ad that I run is I know my follow-up before I run the ad. How many of you will run an ad and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well now let me figure out the follow-up. A lot. I mean, it's, it's really common. It's really common. So if you're doing it, don't feel like that's a bad thing, but I'm telling you, if you want to be better at it, do the follow-up before you run the ad. There's a like map out. Here's the ad. Here's what I, here's who I'm, who, here's who I'm targeting. Here's the, put a name to them. Give them a name. Michael and Sarah, Stephen and Linnea, whatever. Give them a name. This is what Stephen and Linnea want. This is who they are. This is what they want. This is what I have for them. Because when you have a plan for follow-up, you're going to be able to, to do tip number five, which is follow up like a boss. Follow up like a boss. This is actually Wendy's quote, Wendy Goss, your real estate boss. This is her quote. I was like, Wendy, give me like one more of your, your two top tips. Her thing was follow up like a boss. Follow up until you are told otherwise. Follow up until they tell you, leave me the F alone. 
follow up. Because if you're not doing it, somebody else is. I will do it. If you're in my market, I will do it. Okay. So follow up like a boss. But again, we have to go back to the beginning, right? Don't overcomplicate it. Have a plan. You know, just simplify it. But follow up like a boss. Linda, you had your hand raised for a minute. Does she have her hand raised? I don't know. She does, but do you know? Oh, okay. She doesn't. Okay. Are we good? Are we good with this? Marcus, do you have anything to add so far? You want me to just keep going and we can add at the end? No, you're crushing it. I don't have to say anything. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. All right. So follow up like a boss. Like literally, I follow up until someone tells me I, I had I've had some total Karen's who are like, you're so annoying. Cause I have a, I have a, I have many chat, which is a bot that actually follows up with a lot of people through like Facebook Messenger and whatnot. And I've heard people like, you're so annoying. I'm never gonna refer you. You're horrible, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm not gonna follow up with that person anymore. But like you guys, it's fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I mean, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm, I'm alive, whatever, you know? And I know, don't follow up with this person anymore. No big deal. doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm good. Okay, now I'm gonna go into more of the tactical tips like to actually follow up with street text leads that I do with every single street text leads that make me have the type of business that I want to have with street text, okay? This is it. I'm probably gonna hear some objections on this one because I hear it all the time, okay? Call every single lead that gives you a phone number. Every single lead. Can y'all repeat that with me? Every single lead that gives you a phone number, what should you do with them? Call them. Every single lead. I don't wanna hear, well, what about the people that give you a bad phone number? What about um, if the phone number is a fake number? Why do you can't call a fake phone number? If you get a bad phone number, the only way to find out it's bad is to call them. Like, you can't find that stuff out unless you call them. My dog wants that. Okay, go ahead. She's a diva. Anyway, so literally every single phone number, call them. I have my little like what we're shooting for is um, in the re- the way I'm going to double down on this in 2023 is where I'm actually going to double down on my speed to lead because everyone talks about speed to lead. Right now, my speed to lead is not as quick as I'd like it to be. Um, but in 2023, that is how I'm doubling down on this particular aspect of street text. I'm calling every single person within the first five minutes. Now, the cool thing is that through the street text platform and hopefully through your CRM, your leads, as soon as they're entering their information, giving them a phone number are getting a text pretty much within the first 30 seconds or the first three minutes. Okay. So hopefully you have that set up. That's one good way to find out if the phone number is a good number because a text is going to get returned if it's not. But you should really be calling. I, it depends on who you talk to. Depends on who you talk to, right? Depends on which study you read, which, you know, who, what the latest study says. But I personally feel like we have much better success when we get a hold of somebody within the first half an hour. Okay. Some people will say five minutes. Some people will say 17 minutes. I don't know. I personally feel it's within the first half an hour and mostly because like it's fresh in their mind. And that's why the speed to lead is important. It's not because, you know, you want to just harass somebody and hound them, but it's like when it's it's fresh in someone's mind. If you call somebody two, two days later, hey, by the way, Joe, two days ago, you clicked on a Facebook ad and you were wondering about X. How many of you click on like only one Facebook ad every two days? I don't, I click on like 55 a day. I mean, how many of them pop up in your feed? So like if you're calling them, um, 
if you're calling them within the first like half an hour when it's fresh in their mind, you're going to have much better success, people. I promise you. We actually just booked... I'm just running... I started some new ads on Street Text this week. And we just booked an in-person appointment with one that came through on a, on a downsizer ad on Street Text yesterday. So we have an appointment with them on Tuesday. And we called him within... We, we tried calling right away. He didn't get a hold of him. We called him the next day. But because we had called him right away and he had, had a voicemail and he had text and he had email follow-up, he knew who we were. So the appointment was much easier to hit. So call every single lead with a phone number. Everyone. Okay. Super passionate about that, obviously. Um, so Tony's asking, is there automation between street techs and CRMs? Tony, can let's table that. Uh, Marcus is answering in the chat. But then at the end, we'll go through like some of the more technical things of like the process between street techs and whatnot. Um, just so I can get through this. Is that okay? Cool. Thank you. Okay. So there we go. So here's your top five. Avoid the noise. Don't overcomplicate it. Have a plan. Yes, you got to think ahead. You got to think ahead. Who has it? Brendan Burchard said, um, either you plan to fail or you, or you, what is it? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So like, if you don't have a plan, you're going to fail. Like, that's just the bottom line. That's how it works. Okay. So more tactical tips is connect HomeBot. How many of you have heard me talk about this before? HomeBot is like, I am a huge, huge, huge advocate for HomeBot because like if you have HomeBot and you have it boosted with video, you are obviously doing your next step, which is use video, right? You're using that, you're doing that automatically. HomeBot is awesome for your seller leads because guess what? If you don't have time, if you're getting a ton of seller leads and you don't have time to figure out who should I do with CMA for, which is a a common objection that I hear on seller leads from street taxes, how do, how, who do you know who to do a CMA for? I, I don't. I don't. I use HomeBot. I go in, I have a, a process. I go into HomeBot once every couple of days. I just make sure that the values are somewhat similar. Someone actually that came, came into HomeBot through my street text ad emailed me the other day. He's like, hey, I'm just curious why my value says $80,000. And I'm like, oops, I missed that. Made a joke out of it. Funny. He's like, oh my gosh, thanks so much. Conversation got started. Okay. Because of HomeBot. So if you don't have HomeBot, and you're, you have it available in your area, which in, in the United States, you should. If you're in Canada, you don't have HomeBot. You have HomeBeat, I believe, which is through Cloud CMA. I have used it before. I like HomeBot better because you can do video. But also use video. Okay? If you're not using video in your follow-ups, if you're not using video in your follow-ups, if you're not using video in your follow-ups, you are not going to convert as quickly. In my personal opinion, there are going to be people who argue with me because they, they probably do this, but I personally believe you're here on my call for me to tell you what works for me. <laughs> I'm telling you that video is the fastest, easiest way to build the no like, and trust factor. It's the way, it's the reason why I have been able to work with the people that I want to work with. So even the leads that are coming to me from street text, the people I want to work with are the ones who've watched my videos every single time, every single time. They're like, oh yeah, I remember when you did that video. I remember when you did that video. I looked through that HomeBot tool and I remember you were saying that my market is cooling. So like use video. It's the one way to make sure that the people you want to work with are your people. Uh, step number three is you got to give value. You got to serve, you got to serve, you got to serve, you got to serve, you got to serve. Serve, 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 serve. How many of you know what the term servant leader means? Okay, I came from Nordstrom 12 years. I was with Nordstrom for 12 years. The very first class I took before I even started at Nordstrom, before I could even go on the sales floor, was a class called Servant Leadership. Service is selling. 
If you are not serving a person, you are not selling to them. A servant leader is someone who leads with, I want to give, 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 give without any expectation in return. That is what a servant leader is. A servant leader is someone who has a team of people who do the same thing. So servant leadership is really what I go for. And that is my motto and everything. So there's a lot of times you guys will see like my posts, you'll see things. I don't have a call to action. I'm like, Hey, I hope this helps. I hope this helps. I hope this, hope this helps. And then four or five videos later, I have a call to action. And there's a reason for that is because I serve, 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 serve. So my clients that I work with like that, they want my value. They trust my expertise. So when I have to have tough, tough conversations with people about the market shifting and the sellers trying to be crazy about their pricing right now, it makes it much easier because they've already seen me. They've already seen the value that I bring. So video, I went off on that tangent for like two minutes, which is the longest I've done on this whole thing. But that's why it's super, super, super important. If you're not using video, I'm going to tell you, you need to start. Okay. This one is this one is challenging, especially if you're newer to the business or if you've been in the business for a long time and you've never know you've never really sat down and sorted through what is your unique value proposition. How many of you have a unique value proposition statement? Whoa. <laughs> Am I actually reading that right? Is there no one? Okay, you guys, maybe we need to do a whole call on your unique value proposition. Do you know what a unique value proposition is? If you do, come off mute. Tell me. Is it something like our uh, elevating pitch? Something that differentiates us from the other people? Somewhat, yeah. An elevator pitch, basically, you're giving someone, you're telling someone what you do in like 10 words or less, basically, yes. Unique value proposition. What sets you apart? Let's brainstorm. Let's, let's work on this for just a minute, okay? Like put in the chat, come off mute, like tell me what makes you unique in what you do. Anybody? It can be like something you offer in your service. It can be something you you approach all of your clients with. It can be like words that you say. What makes you unique in what you do? Mine is that I am highly, highly, highly disciplined. I am disciplined in my life, in my personal life. So my clients know that when I come to them, I act with discipline. So I'm very strategic about everything that I do. And I present it that way. So do you guys know, like, can we like, because that, that, that spark and just Patty, I love it. I'm, I'm told it's my energy. I bring yeah. a lot of energy. Yes. Love it. Lots of energy. I love it. That's, that's good. Anyone else? Unique value proposition. Communication. Communication. Love it. Anyone else? Okay. So we're going to do a whole... Oh, Lenora, thank you. Mine is that I understand clients at a deeper level, like a mind reader. There you go. So you can literally be that person who's like, yeah, I have a crystal ball and I know exactly what you're going to say. We need to do, we need to do a whole session on your unique value proposition, because if you don't know what that is, you guys, it's going to make it harder for you to convert leads on a, on a more rapid scale, to be real honest with you. Like you need to know what it is that you're offering people. You need to know, you need to know why people are working with you. I mean, there's how many people on this? There's 45 people on this, on this call right here. There's 45 other agents. Imagine if we were all in this exact same market. How would you compete with every single person on this screen? Right? Like you, you've got to know what it is. And your unique value proposition can literally be the exact same as someone else's unique value proposition, just so you know. It's all about how you present it. 
Okay. So we need, like, I'm going to add that. I think that this is a really important topic to discuss because I do think like going into 2023, we are in what I'm hearing is called a normal market. If anyone's been around the market for quite some time, they can probably agree to that. Okay. I grew up in the industry. I actually did mortgages back in 2006, 2007, and 2008. I was one of those lenders who got out of the industry because I was like, Oh shit, it's changing. I don't like it. I got away. Now, I look looking back, I say, God, if I had stayed in the industry from that time, imagine where I could be today. Okay, don't ever do that, by the way. But all I'm saying is that what I'm seeing right now, because I got out of the industry when it was going when what I'm seeing right now is happening, I got out. And I'm I'm staying in. I'm in. Okay. But I'm in because I know what sets me apart. I think the NAR like recently predicted that 600,000 people. Um, 600,000 agents are going to bow out in 2023. Something like that, right? And that's some crazy number. Think about that. Six, 600,000 people. Woohoo! <laughs> right? Take some damn market share, people. But you're going to take your market share by knowing your unique value proposition. So we have to go into that on a completely different topic. So there we go. Opportunity. Good. Please do. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Here, let's move forward. The next one is, and the final one is, be consistent. Be consistent. I'm going to make a rap song out of this. I don't even rap, but I think like, I feel like I want to come up with a, a, a jingle for be consistent. How many times have you heard this in our industry? How many times have you heard be consistent, be consistent, be consistent? If you haven't heard that, then someone is not being very consistent. <laughs> the industry's not being very consistent. But like, you guys, be consistent. If you're running a street text ad and you don't think it's getting results, go hop on the ads call, utilize street text. They are a resource, they are a resource for you. You know how many times Marcus gets a one-off message from me. I'm like, Hmm, what am I doing here? Okay. Be consistent, run an ad and run it forever. Don't stop. Don't turn it off just because all of a sudden it's doing crappy. It's just like we want to do where we have, we have shiny object syndrome. Oh, I can get a better thing if I do this. I do better if I go here. Like that's what we do in the real estate industry. So when you're running your ads, on street text, run them consistently, A, and then follow up consistently, B. Okay, Anne. Can you hear me? I can. Hey, I would love to hear what your follow-up call looks like. I've been doing these type of leads for like 10 years and I, I do similar volume off of them. Uh, one of the things that I found was I, I used to overcomplicate my follow-up and I all I say when I call them is, Hey, are you, are you just thinking about, are you just curious? Or are you thinking about selling this coming year? That's been my go-to that makes it. So somebody quickly out of the gates tells you, Oh, I was just messing around. I'm just curious. I'm refinancing, whatever. Um, what do you say that's uh, been kind of like your, you know, bread and butter to follow up? So for sellers, is Sarah, Sarah, are you on the call? Are you here? I see you're, you're here, but are you actually here? I am. I'm actually here. I'm here. Oh, sorry. That's Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, do you mean? <laughs> so Sarah um, actually uh, calls my leads for me. So I'm going to let Sarah jump on this. So Sarah, if you get a home value lead, like let's say you have someone come in through Street Text and they're a home value lead, what is your go-to? Um, I say, hey, this is Sarah with the Linnea Carver Home Team in Bonnie Lake. I saw you wanted to know how much your home was worth at 123 Street and... And then I asked them about upgrades. So I go into that. But I just want to say, if you're asking them, are you just curious? They're going to take that cop out every time. 
Does that make sense? Oh, oh, no. What I do is I say, are you just, were you just curious or are you thinking about selling this coming year? And they'll usually tell you, they'll say, oh yeah, we need to make a move in May, June, whatever. So it kind of at least gives you like a sense of what their timing is, or if they're just sort of, you know, and then wanting just to get the information. Yeah. Yeah. But I I go to upgrades because we want to know kind of where they're at um, with that. So we can give them a good estimate. And then if they're telling me all these upgrades, I go for the listing appointment. Is that what you were looking for? I didn't do a very good job of it. I was caught off guard. Sorry, I was just curious. Do you go on listing appointments where people are just curious or are you going for people with intention to sell? So when she's talking about a list, when she's going for a listing appointment, if it's like, so she's trying to get them to talk to me, right? So when they come to me, it's because they've, they've already had my ISA talk to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I come through and it, I try to obviously use the conversation that Sarah's gotten from me. And sometimes she can get a lot. Sometimes she can't just because it depends mm-hmm. on the person. But when mm-hmm. I get there, it's a, Hey, Anne, it's Linnea Carver. How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. I always ask, how's it going? I literally do start with the warmth. Okay. So that's me. I'm not going to go straight for the, I'm not going to go straight for the kill. Like that's just not me. So you have to know what works for you. So, Hey, Anne, it's Linnea Carver. How's it going? You spoke with Sarah. You're curious about your home value. Can you tell me why you're curious? And I ask. So if it's someone who's curious, I, I ask them, can you tell me where you're curious? Oh, I'm curious because I just want to see what's going on. Well, I have found that most people that I talk to who just want to know what's going on, it's usually because they're thinking about selling within the next six months. Is this you? Mm-hmm. And then they'll tell you, right? And then if they say, no, 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 I just, I'm really, really just curious. Well, what made you curious today? Oh, I'm hearing a lot of things about the market and this and that. Oh, well, what would you like to know about the market? And so I just dig. So basically that's kind of what my follow-up mm-hmm. looks like once I get in touch with them. So Sarah's job is really to do that first initial contact. Hey, what trying to get more information about the house itself. And then I'm trying to get into get real to understand really what the, what their intention is. Yeah. Does that answer it? Yep. And then you guys with the buyer lead, I just heard something new the other day, which is pretty awesome. Like, especially if you're doing like running listing ads, cause you can run listing ads through street text. You can run buyer ads through street text. You can run specific property searches, whatever. But on most people, like, like for a listing ad, like this is a script that we um, are adopting. I have a new listing going live today. So we're adopting it today and I'll let you know how it works, but it's a, Hey, Anne, it's Linnea Carver. Thank you for checking out my home at one, two, three main street. When would you like to go see it? <laughs> Here we go. And we're and right, like I said, right? We're doubling down on the speed to lead. So we're calling them within the first half an hour at max, at max. And we're asking them directly, when would you like to go see it? Because you're gonna, you're that's gonna open up so much conversation. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I was just looking. Oh, well, what made you look today? Because literally, you guys, most people don't just look at houses online. They don't just look, either they're looking for a friend. Cool. Well, what's your friend looking for? And you can kind of go into that conversation from there. But I heard that one on, I don't know if it was a, if it was a Jeff Glover called the other day, he was talking about, um, like that is the script that they used in the, sh- in the shifting market last time. And that's what worked for them. Okay. Um, did we get uh, Marcus, you got any, you got all the questions in there answered. We did. Yeah. <laughs> You've been cool. answering them. Laser fire. Cool. All right. Does anybody else have any questions or anything? Okay. So how many of you um, are kind of like, I just, I'm just curious, like when you, uh, Steve asked the equivalent of home bought in Canada, which I said earlier was, is called home beat. Um, and it's, uh, it's um, cloud CMA. So the difference with home bought versus home beat is that home beat doesn't allow you to do um, video. So, but I don't really know anything more about that because I'm not in Canada. So there we go. 
Um, okay, you guys. So how many of you um, are, um, are you're currently using street text? Okay. For those of you who are not currently using street text, have you have you done your seven day trial? Because you know street text gives you a seven day trial. For those of you who want leads, I'm going to tell you like I've never talked to anybody who's never gotten any leads from street text ever, ever. I've talked to people who've gotten bad leads, but I just kind of put that back and say the the bad part is the follow up. It's not the lead. I mean, there's some people who give you crappy phone numbers, so waste, don't waste your time. Like, again, avoid the noise. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't waste your time. Like, if, if you have a ton coming in, like, but with um, with street text, you guys, like, when I first started doing it, I got leads coming in left and right. I got, like, I got, like, 50 leads in a week, right? It's so easy to be like, oh, my God, I have to follow up with every single one, even the ones that have bad phone numbers, but then you can't keep up. And you feel like you're drowning. So that's why I say call all the people that have phone numbers because you're going to find out real fast if it's a bad, a, bad, a bad phone number. And if it's a bad phone number, so what? Move on. Move on. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Because guess what? If you're also remarketing and retargeting, that person who clicked on your street text ad is going to be seeing you online. Okay? So let, let the automation do the work for you. Don't overcomplicate it. It's so easy to overcomplicate things. So that's what we do as realtors. We overcomplicate, but you really got to pull yourself out. You got to pull yourself out and you just got to say, okay, what is my time most? What's, what's the most valued use of my time right now? Tony, you have a question. I have two questions. Two questions. I love it. Two questions. One will be for Sarah or anybody else that's making these calls. What do you do with a no answer? And how often do you call? So my uh, process um, is if you don't answer, uh, we we do what we call a bulldog callback. Do you know what the bulldog callback is? It's where you call, they don't answer, you call again, you hang up and call again. If they don't answer, cool, call them again later that day. So we usually try to get a hold of someone at least twice in one day. Okay. If they don't, if they don't answer the second time, we leave a message on the second call. And then we call them within the first 10 days, we have 17 touches, which again, doubling down, I might be raising those just so you know, because yesterday we actually, the person that we booked an appointment with yesterday, he had been called by Sarah. He had reached out to me on my, on my, on Katie core. He had been called by Sarah. Sarah couldn't get a hold of him. She called and left a voicemail and texted. He didn't get back. He was called by Danella, who's also on my team, booked the appointment with Danella. So three times. Okay. Three times, three different people. We call them all those times. Did he yell at us? No, absolutely not. But by the time we called him, he was like, oh, cool. I know who you are. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What's your next? Do you have, did you have two questions? Well, that was both. Do you leave a voicemail? And then how many calls are you making? Yeah. Okay, cool. Say in a week or whatever that plan is. Yeah. And then Steve Burkick is saying that he does double dial and text. Steve also has been using street text for a really long time. Wendy uses street text and has, has a lot of success with it. So you guys, like there's a, there's a ton of people here who have success with street text. If you are using street text and you're not going to the masterminds, you need to go to the masterminds. That's also going to help you, or you need to reach out to the people who have success. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm right here. (laughs) I'm right here. Okay. Wendy, I'm just going to love it. Wendy, Wendy's right here. Yeah. <laughs> Go I'm going du- to double down on that. I'm going to say for anybody that hasn't experienced street text, please do the trial. If you already have done a trial, do another trial. And there's no perfect time than right now, because in about six days, we have a all day event that's free. And it's all about digital marketing 
and just becoming a massive expert in 2023. So you're going to hear from Linnea, you're going to hear from Wendy and 15 other speakers, including Tristan Alamada with the state of the market. So if you can make that event, that's the momentum you can really take into the year if you're going to really go double down on Linnea's efforts here. So Carol's asking, what was my ad spend last year for ads only? Um, just for just for Facebook ads, like I, I average um, 900 a month. And my only Facebook ads that I'm running right now are through Street Text, and that's it. And I get about 150 leads a month. And I've made $90,000 in commission in 2021. So what's, I don't know, what's that percentage? I should probably leave that exact percentage. So 90,000, so 900, let's say times 12, that's $10,000 I've spent on ads. And I've made $90,000. That's nine times my return. Where else do you get nine times ROI? Like that, like that. That's like, it's just ridiculous. So, okay. Well, you guys, thank you so much. Marcus, do you have anything else you want to add before we go? Because we're a little over time. Yeah, so I just left the the link. So you see there's Linnea, Linnea's, Linnea, Linnea's seven-day trial link, as well as the um, free event on December 8th. Save the date, December 8th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And um, if you have any questions, feel free to message me on Facebook. Yep. Okay. Oh, Jess, Jess has a question. Sorry, Sorry. very quickly. Um, I don't know if you're wanting to share, but you said that you call twice in the same day, leave a voicemail, and then you have 17 touches after that. Are the 17 touches an accumulation of, well, I'm sure they are, but more phone calls, emails, and texts? Yes. Okay. I'll talk to you later about that then. Cool. Thank you. A lot of people ask me, what's my specific workflow? And that's really going to be dependent again, you guys, on what the act, what I want from each ad, right? So I have a home value ad. It's got a specific workflow. I have a downsizer ad has a specific workflow. So I'm very, very, very like I plan it out. Like that's the thing. That's the one thing that most people don't do when it comes to running ads is we run an ad and we're like, okay, cool. Let me try to figure out how to play catch up and swim, 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 doggy paddle, doggy paddle to try to, to try to convert it. Yeah, you don't want to go that direction. You turn off the ad and animations, both your email drip and your SMS, make it feel super authentic and genuine, like your personality. That's why video is layered in and throughout. I mean, Linnea is doing that in her street text automations. She's she's teamed up with a preferred lender and she's opened up home bot, the video side, right? She's got follow-up boss doing it as well as her retargeting in, in street text. That's part of it too, our retargeting, remarketing. So she's omnipresent. And that's that's her topic for the December 8th event is how to be omnipresent in this market. So we're, let's continue the momentum you're learning off of this training here and sign up for that one because it's going to be her along with 16 other speakers offering their strategic playbooks for digital marketing. Yep. So, all right, you guys. Thank you all so much for being here. Awesome call. And I hope you all have a wonderful week. And if you haven't done your 2023 plan, do it, please. Okay. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.